Exodus chapter 3, verses 4 and 5. But when the kindness of God, our Savior, and His love for mankind appeared, He saved us. Micah 6, 8. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice, to love kindness, and walk humbly with you, God? Alright, how does your faith affect the way that you're kind? Join us each week as we dig into God's Word with a guest. And at Revitalized Kindness, we believe that through Christ, we are a new creation, revitalized. And as we follow Him, we can revitalize kindness in our own culture. God is love. Welcome to Revitalized Kindness Podcast. My name's Dave Weaver. And I'm Yvette Walker. And welcome to this episode that we're calling it Social Media Ethics in the Bible. Love media ethics. Did you know that? Uh-huh. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're you're familiar with ethics then. So, mm-hmm. um, and you know, that's something that we, we teach in business, that's in media. Um, and then we have a thing that is called Christian ethics. So a lot of times when people go to college, you know, a seminary or whatever, they they learn a little bit about Christian ethics. And so I thought it would be neat, you know, because we recently had that conversation with Scott uh, Reverly. As you say it, because you say it better than me. Say the last name so I don't. I I, I say Reverly. Reverly. Uh, you got it. See, I can't <laughs> recall it. And that's just the way my mind works. He was great, though, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, my goodness. he sure was. Um, yeah. So, you know, definitely check that episode out if you haven't heard it should be the one right before this one and it was just a great conversation about how can we navigate through our faith and 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 culture those two things together don't always um of course they don't always line up our faith is very counter-cultural if you will because it it does cut against the grain when uh the ways that are and the directions that culture takes us in a, and and part of that conversation we had we we were talking about how the media um depending on what source you listen to depends on what f- frame of reference you've got so you you may have um opinion that's going to match that 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 sort of that line um now social media is a little different um slightly uh but it did we've got the uh what do they call them um uh, log logarithms. What are they called? Log. Oh, oh the algor- algorithms. Algorithms. I was yeah, yeah, yeah. You just talked about that last time. Yeah, algorithms, and and so sometimes there's just things that kind of get pushed to us because they know that that's they want the points, they want the clicks, they got to get the clicks. That's the point of the whole thing, no pun intended. So they they want to get those clicks, and so to do that, they do put things in front of us that we're interested. In. So. We spend a lot of time, I think America, the world, we spend a lot of time on the phone. And I know, I know people first, what what do we do? A lot of people, what, and this may not be you, this may not be me because it's not as soon as I get up, but you know, there are a lot of people though, that as soon as they wake up, first thing they grab is the phone. 
could be because their alarm's going off. But yeah. after that, you know, they might start scrolling, looking at the notifications, checking to see if any anybody's, you know, uh, messaged them at two in the morning, that kind of thing. Or if there's any breaking news or they missed a, an important notification from their favorite social media source. Um, do you, now you, you're not like that, are you, Yvette? You know, I used to be like that until I read a study that just talked about how bad it was to have your phone within such proximity to your bed. Mm. So I, I, I put it across the room. So now I have my charger on a little table across the room. It's still in the bedroom, but across the room from my bed. And um, I have to get out of bed to turn off the alarm. So um, I usually will hit the that and not pick the phone up. So I have kind of trained myself, but if I have for some reason fallen asleep with the phone right next to the bed or whatever, um, I, I, I will do that. I will do that. So I do have to actually make that separation to create a physical separation between me and the phone. That is true. Hmm. That, that used to be me just to get up in the morning. I, I had to create separation <laughs> between me and my alarm clock so that I just didn't like reach out and, and hit that snooze button and fall right back to sleep. But so I guess it works for a couple things. Um, and so, but we do have the tendency um, throughout the day. A lot of times we're grabbing the phone. Oh yeah. We, we, we got watches and, and I don't know what else that, that we can, we don't even need to be near our phones now because we can keep it a line on us all the time. So we know what's going on. Can't, can't miss the latest. No, no, no. But to be fair, it sometimes it, depending on your work, mm-hmm. um, your work expects you to True. be available like all the time. Right. And you've got a text, your boss texts you, expects you to answer right away. I'm not saying that's healthy, right? but that is a thing. Right. Exactly. It is. And, um, so in, in many ways, even if that's not our boss, we, we, we kind of want to be in the know and we want to be available for the, the newest news, the notification or whatnot. So, so social media can begin to, along with just devices, a lot of times we just say your device, but social media and things like that kind of pull us into our devices, devices more, uh, oh, our phones. You hear you what you just said? You said our vices. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. See? You just said that. But you I, know what it's called, Dave? You know what it's called? It's called FOMO. 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 What is that? Fear of missing out. Really? Yep. Wow. I see. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yes, that is, and that's that is spelled. Funny. How do you spell it? F or? It's, so it's an acronym. F-O-M-O. Fear okay. of missing out. FOMO. Fear of missing out. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's a real thing. Wow. See, that's why, you know, that's just, that's great. Um, <laughs> so that's where we're at. We're fear, the fear of missing out. Yeah. So, so look, I thought it would be fun if, because again, we're, we're talking about like how we might be drawn to social media and our, our vices, our devices. Um, but I think sometimes as Christians, like rather we have, quote unquote, you know, separation issues with our, with our, with our, with our phones or whatnot. While we're on them, 
I think that there should be a, um, and I think the Bible, and as we're going to see, I think the Bible lays out quite a few standards that we can think about as we're online and as we're interacting with others, commenting and such and such. So I thought it'd be fun because we were just talking about in the previous episode, how do we navigate between culture and our faith? And so I think as we see culture happen in front of us on our device, how we interact with that's very important. Um, so it's a little thing we're going to call social media ethics, but we find this in the Bible and a lot of people are like, no, because social media didn't exist in biblical times. <laughs> but I think there's going to be some things that sound very familiar as we read them through scripture. That's going to like key us like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, that sounds familiar. That that is I see that on social media all the time. So real quick before we get started. I wanted to read this because I looked, I found an, um, uh, uh, sort of a definition, if you will, for Christian ethics. Um, and it comes straight from, from Scripture. Um, so when we think about Christian ethics, um, I want to read this. It's a little lengthy, but I think it's important. So I'm going to be looking at Colossians chapter 3 and verses 1, and I think it's through, let's see, Eh, maybe to the end there. So it looks like verse 11. So quite a few, but let's, let's see what this says. It says, so if you have been raised with Messiah, seek what is above, where the Messiah is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on what is above, not on what is on the earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with the Messiah in God. When the Messiah, who is your life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. Therefore, put to death what belongs to your worldly nature, sexual immortality, impurity, lust, evil desire, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, God's wrath comes on the, the disobedient. And you once walked in things when you were living in them, but you now or, yeah, but now you must also put away all of the following anger, wrath, malice, slander, and filthy language from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, since you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self. You are being renewed in knowledge according to the image of your Creator. In Christ, there is not Greek and Jew, circumcision and uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, slave and free, but Christ is all and in all. Amen. So that's a lengthy scripture, but I think it's really neat to look at right before we dig into these others, because it just is a great reminder of we're different. We're not the same. We have to put off all those things that we were before Sometimes it's hard and day to day, as we live our life day to day on the real, you know, you're going to, you're going to mess up. Okay. We all going to, we're, we're, we have a sin nature, so we are going to mess up, mm -hmm. but we have to be intentional. We have to draw to the father um, so that Satan will flee. First of all, find that in the book of James. And then you got to do this because you, you need to think about like, what's your, releasing or, um, uh, getting rid of in your life. Um, 
We have to be intentional about it, I think. I totally agree. Yes, it's all about making that choice and being on the lookout. And, and isn't it interesting that everything you just read in Colossians tells you what to, what to take off? Mm-hmm. Look at Corinthians tells you what to walk in, what to mm-hmm. put on. I thought that right. was really, there was a really uh, correlation there. Absolutely. And, and so the Bible will lay this out for us. And I think it, it, it also lays out some principles or ethics, if you will, mm-hmm. about some things that we may think of when we look at social media. So I wanted to share these because again, this season is unplugged faith. And sometimes we can get unplugged because we're plugged in to our devices. All right. And when we stay plugged in there, we may, we may not be exposed to truth. We may be exposed to lies. The enemy is going to lead us down these paths. We, we may find things on there that we get divided on. We talked about that in the last episode, things that might divide us. So then we become divisive with that. And so we start stepping outside of those boundaries that we, that we have as a Christian, where we should be seeking unity, uh, one, among each other, among other of other followers, but also we should be reaching those, as we said in the conclusion of last episode, we should be reaching out and giving people the hope, that message of the good news, the gospel, and that's Jesus Christ. So those are, that's a lot to think about, but let's start here. All right, so the first one that I've got, there's seven of them, okay? So we've got seven here. First one is, uh, you were talking about Corinthians, so here we go. First Corinthians 1533. Uh, do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. And, you know, so you may have a lot of Facebook friends or Instagram friends or whatnot, but are they good for you? Now, I'll just say this, and I remember this just growing up. You may, you may relate to this too, that many of you may. Your mom, dad, parent, whoever you were raised by may have told you to be careful of the company that you are with. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to who your friends are, that kind of thing. Or they may have just said, oh, you're running with the wrong people. And that was a hard message for the, for the young person because they, they like who they're with. And so, but sometimes we tend to kind of run in circles that can run us in, in areas we maybe we shouldn't. Um, I think that's a, a relevant message that we should be thinking about because sometimes in social media, we don't think about like, we're not like face to face. We're, we're not side by side. Like we might be in our, in our pack or whoever we, you know, we, we hang out with um, in the real world, if you will. But in, in, in a lot of sense, we're watching them on a day-to-day basis yeah. and we're seeing them live a, a certain life. And, you know, on social media, you can make it look so good because you've got filters you can add to yourself and make everything look pretty and great. Uh, I'm laughing here because my husband calls it insta-lifing. <laughs> Are you going to insta-life that? It's a verb now. <laughs> That's good. I mean, that's true though. I mean, you can take anything and just make it look like, oh, they're, they're living. And, and when person looks at it, they're like, oh yeah. man, I wish I had that life. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but sometimes we, we can watch people and, and kind of tend to like, maybe we're like attracted to the life that they're leading and it may not be a life that we need to lead. So we just need to be careful 
cautious about that as we're looking on on social media. Sure. Um, here's another one. Ephesians 4.29. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. If we could all live by that rule, yeah, we might be able to revitalize kindness if we actually lived by it. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. But we don't. There's so much contention among people and we we make up dividing lines. Do you realize that <laughs> we make yeah, we things do. up? We make yeah, them we up do. because we, we just do. I mean, and there there may be some real issue out there, but I tell you, we we lift up any dividing line and and amplify it to the point where it really does divide us because we typically as humans, we're going to land on one side or the other, typically, unless we're on the fence about it, but we're going to land on one side or the other. And that's just, uh, there's a lot of divisive talk. And, um, and this is saying, just don't let the corrupt come out of your mouth, you know, just say what's good for building each other up and, um, you know, encouraging mm -hmm. others. And I, I think that's, I a, agree. I think that's a message a lot of people need to hear. And so, you know, you hear those stories about, um, especially kids bullying each other on, on social media and how bad it can get for them. And there's a lot of, uh, a lot of young people that have committed suicide because they could not get away from that story that was being told about them or the bullying, you know, it used to be like, if you were bullied at school before computers and social media, you know, when you went home, you're at, you know, home base, you're safe. Nobody can mess with you there, but now you can be messed with 24 seven mm -hmm. and more people can find out about whatever it is. Um, so we just need to be cautious because it can affect somebody's life like that. I mean, it can be detrimental. Um, and I think as Christians, we need to remember that we need to be that voice that comes alongside someone and, and encourages. All right, here we go. Number three. Romans 1.18 says, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven and, 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 and against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. So kind of my initial thought about that one was when I read it, um, when seeking the truth, social media or the web is not the best source. God's word is. Um, because I think, you know, we just live in an age where, every, well, first of all, everybody's got their own truth, right? Mm -hmm. in, 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 a, in a sense, not every, you know what I mean? Not everybody, but there's a lot more people. No, no, say, no. I think you are right. Everybody has their own truth. I completely 100% agree with you. The problem here is, is that even when they are turning to the word, they are using the word to back up their own truth, which may or may not be true to what the, what that scripture is all about. Mm -hmm. I love it that more. I, so I, I won't say more people, but I I'm friends with a lot of Christians. So my feed is in my social media feed is filled with one of two things, either journalism. Cause I'm friends with a lot of journalists. Cause that's my thing educators, mm -hmm. I guess three things or Christians. Right. And so it's great to see my feed flood with scripture. 
and with people, you know, using that, and that's wonderful. And the, but then sometimes when we are to go back up to one of these, when we're when we're creating those dividing lines, sometimes we will use scripture when we're creating dividing lines. That is something we have to guard against. Seriously, yeah. right? Kind of sort of. I was thinking about when you're you're talking. Um, you recently, I think it was today, actually, you had a clubhouse episode or a room or whatnot, whatever we call it. I don't know the, the correct <laughs> lingo. I'm, yes. I'm new to that. I'm new to clubhouse. So you check us out. There you too. In. We're going to pull you in. Dave. <laughs> I know. Right. So yeah, check us out there too. Uh, house of joy. And that's a vet Walker who, 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 who hosts that and, and, and brings that to everyone weekly where we're looking at scripture and she's got scripture that's been shared with her from people that she knows and and you know today we're talking about second timothy and uh so i'm i'm remembering um you know we're talking about truth and scripture and searching scripture you know and in uh first timothy well no second excuse me second timothy 1 verse 13 hold on to the pattern of sound teaching that you have heard from me in the faith and love so i think we need to remember you know first of all search scripture, be like the Berean and just search it for all that it is. Um, don't accept what, you know, man or whomever that you're hearing says about it, search it for yourself. Um, you know, again, cause it's going back to that thought, like everybody has their own truth. I mean, so, you, you know, sometimes we put more of us in it than, than what God's word says, or we try to fit what God's word says to fit a, a lifestyle or our opinions on something. And so, you know, a lot of times they'll call that what they call cherry picking. You'll, you'll cherry pick yes. a verse yeah. and like you're doing on the house of joy, you're reading in context. You're not just taking that one verse you're reading through that whole chapter, which is great. I'm, I'm loving it. So yeah, everybody come check us out Fridays at six, but yes. yeah, I mean, I mean, a lot of people, and I know that when we're trying to say memorize scripture, which is something that I'm so far have has not been really good at. But, you know, when we are trying to memorize scripture, of course, we will memorize it a couple of verses at a time. Many of us will have a favorite verse. Nothing wrong with that. But go back and read that for yourself. Just like you said, you'll find so much richness. I mean, the verse itself, the one you like is great. But the whole around it, what comes before and what comes after makes it even richer. We need right. to know what's there. And so, you know, don't just take somebody else's word for it. Read it for yourself. Yeah. And don't let it intimidate you. If you can't memorize, you're not great at memorizing because I'm that way, but I'm, I'm the type of person too, that has read enough that I know what's in there. I, and I've gotten to the point where I can generally find it, but it's good to do stuff like we're doing and what you're doing there, because the more like, exposure you get to it just like now we i didn't plan to recall that verse it wasn't in our show notes at least i don't think it is uh but and it probably is watch uh but no i, <laughs> I didn't again. plan it but just talking about it today boom i recalled that mm -hmm. and the holy spirit brought that to 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 my to my heart and my mind as we're talking about this so mm -hmm. even though you can't memorize it i mean i think the holy spirit can can pull that word out that that's in your heart. Um, and you, you know, God's word says this about this particular thing. And so, 
let that be the influence that you have. Um, all right. Number, what are we on? Number four, James three, one, James chapter three, verse one says, not many should become teachers, my brothers, because you know that we will receive a stricter judgment. So that is a tough one because just thinking about being a teacher, mm -hmm. sometimes we think about being a teacher. We just think about pastors or whatever, you know, the, the person with a title. Right. Um, but, you know, a lot of times on social media, you have a, a, a plethora of people that that teach in some capacity, like in, in, a, in a sense, we're doing that right now. Mm -hmm. We're going through scripture, pointing people to Jesus pointing to given context of scripture that's teaching. I mean, that's what we're doing. Um, but you've got a lot of, um, you got a lot of people. So on, on online that are teaching. So there, I think there's two things there for me, as I think about that verse, again, many are teaching online. And so they're, um, so you gotta, again, you know, like a lot of people might put their own thoughts in it. So just be careful of, of your sources and really, really think about that. Like the Bible said, test the spirits. I think sometimes we have to test that um, spirit that somebody might have and the message that they're bringing. Uh, but we also need to, um, well, as we're learning, but as we're teaching. So as we teach, we need to be very careful um, about, you know, let's, let's not just teach on something we don't know about. And, and maybe, you know what I'm saying? So we got to be very oh, responsible, yeah. uh, when we go in there and, and teaching, um, so that we, uh, well, give people the, 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 the right message or the, the right idea. Um, yeah, no, it's very easy. It's or, true. And yeah, no, it's true. And we need to be careful with that because if we do use information resources that are not vetted and, and not correct, then we lose a credibility. We're out here trying to, to do kingdom work. We're out here trying to, um, to, to share the message. And if we are not careful, if we don't read the context in the scripture, if we don't really do our due diligence, we could push some people away from Christ. We don't want to do that. Right. You know, we may, you know, yeah, we will receive stricter judgment. We will lose credibility. People will not want to listen to the message that the Lord has for us. We must be careful. We must listen. I think to two things, listen to the Lord, listen to and read his word, mm -hmm. listen to him in his word. Yeah, we, we have to, we have to stay in there no matter what, what you're doing, you know, mm -hmm. um, stay in there because even if you're not teaching, if you're just trying to live the day to day, uh, God's word's going to help you in that. I think it's going to God, the Holy spirit will speak to you. Like when you're reading God's word and like people say, well, I, I haven't heard from God, but if you're reading like scripture and, and there's something that's going on in your life or has just happened or may be on the rise to happen. Mm -hmm. And when something just like hits you in scripture and you're like, Oh my, that that's the situation. This really speaks well into that. I'm a believer that that's God's uh, directing you in that. And, and, and that's, he's, he's putting that word in your spirit to like, yeah. to encourage you to, you know, so that, you know, you, you can definitely be, have maybe more discernment or understanding on what it is or just encouragement. 
So oh, yeah. definitely stay in God's word. Um, all right. So we got Proverbs 12, 16 that says a fool's displeasure is known at, at once, but whoever ignores an insult is sensible. Sounds sensible enough, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I'm just thinking about like, well, that's just the, the argument that goes back and forth. Uh, you know, again, a fool's displeasure is known at once, but whoever ignores an insult. So we get, we're always going to, I think, especially if we speak the name of Jesus Christ, or we're talking about faith, um, you know, are always going to have what they call trolls on social media. Somebody just comes along that just wants to rip you apart for or whatever. Um, it's, it's easy. It's too easy to, to roll into an argument, but I think we need to, in my opinion, and, and, and apparently um, God's word's opinion, sometimes <laughs> we just need to like roll on and, 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 and forget about it. Yeah. As they might say, um, you ever have that like in your, I mean, I know you've, oh, you've been yeah. doing podcasts for a while and things. And so like maybe the commentary, do you have attacks sometimes from things that you're saying or putting out content? So I've been, you know, I really have been, uh, very blessed. I have not had a, a very, very bad, you know, situation, um, if anything, I have a, I have a, a pretty wide variety of people that I know on social media. I always tell my students to, uh, don't get in an echo chamber where you're only following or friending people who are just like you, you should know what else is going on in the world. So I, you know, I may have that. And I, you know, I know that they're, there are atheists that I'm quote unquote friends with. And mm-hmm. there are people who don't believe what I believe for sure. And so, you know, me speaking out like this occasionally, it's it's not them coming at after me. It's the enemy coming after me saying, you're going to lose all these friends, you know, right. It's, it's the enemy really trying to work at me, I believe you know, you know, basically saying you're going to, you're going to lose credibility with your professional friends. You're Mm. going to lose some of these, you know, these important people that you're friends with, if you're talking about God. So for me, it hasn't been people coming at me, but it's the enemy trying to make me think. And to be honest, even if that happens, this is, this is more important anyway. So that's kind of where I, I have, so I have to kind of sh- shut him up, mm-hmm. uh, but no, but the idea about ignoring an insult, I mentioned to you before, I lost my patience recently mm-hmm. <laughs> over something. And, uh, I normally do exactly this. I just let it roll down like a duck. What's that expression? Roll off you like a duck or something. <laughs> you know, I'm from North Carolina, so we probably have a different version. I would imagine. I mean, not that we don't have ducks okay, here. We somebody do out there listening. It's like, <laughs> like something rolls off a duck's back. Something there like that. Go. Like water rolls that off. You're right. suppo- yeah. You're supposed to let things go. Like water rolls off a duck's back or something like that. Uh, <laughs> I'm from Chicago originally, so I don't know. I don't either. I mean, yeah, we've got plenty of ducks that's here. But I've never- that's what it should be. But you know, we're human. Mm-hmm. And sometimes yeah. we slip. Uh, Absolutely. But when that happens, for me, I'm convicted immediately. I mean, yeah. immediately. 
right the spirit the spirit's like you know you shouldn't have just done that you know yeah so i yeah we need to listen to the spirit and we need to this is very very true this is very applicable to the world we live in and yes. um one thing that that, I, that we didn't get a chance to talk about but i thought about it when we were mm-hmm. talking to scott in the last episode was if there's one thing in the church that we disagreed on and that we suddenly got angry about it was wearing masks or not wearing masks in church oh amen all of a mm-hmm. sudden the person that you loved and sitting next to you all of a sudden it was someone that you just had this disagreement with yep and um you know so i think you just need to you know for me i do what i think is right and i i you know i i do what i do but i can't be angry at someone from making their choice and besides they're my brother or sister in christ so that was right. i think that's something that we really really um that that it was hard to get over for some people yeah um, but you know and then people talking and criticizing saying that person's either wearing a mask or not wearing a mask and blah 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 and some some of that was hurtful but we just need to let that go we yeah need to let that go yeah i think that that can some of that some of the root of that i think to some degree at least is is going back to what what scott said on the last episode too about like what the news network you might listen to things get really politicized yes or when you what was it polarized and no politicized is the word i'm looking for and so when we take a thing like a mask like protection against a, a virus and we all had different theories about what happened where it came from how it affects you the news changed constantly so there was a lot of un unknowns there um which created fear and so what i've seen from that from a church perspective again um you you had your your one camp that was not going to fear anything of man Mm -hmm. and so which i hey i get it i I totally get it you had and then you had the other camp that was going to lean towards the cautious cost being cautious um just like they would if they were to wear a seatbelt or any other thing that they would do to be you know, I mean, that's a state law, but anything they would do to prevent injury, wearing a helmet, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you had people that leaned that way. And so, yeah, but it just, it's funny because it's just, it seems like a simple thing, but it did cause so many divides. And when we get on social media and get on our, our soapbox about these issues, these very issues, and a lot of people of the church are doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, they are, that's what they're doing. They're, well, they're creating a bad witness, but they're just, they're feeding into that divisiveness, which isn't good at all. Um, you know, speak truth and love is, is a big thing that Paul talked about a lot in scripture and, um, it's what we need to do, but it, yeah, it's kind of hard when we, we ride those lines. And, and, and I think that's, again, thinking about how do we navigate between those lines is it's important for us to think about and so we're talking about again ethics for social media and so we can we in this atmosphere or this this zone of our life i think it's just as important yeah you know, how, so, go ahead i was gonna say so speaking of that i think this next one mm-hmm. is just like woo i mean it is so awesome can i read that one it yes, is please. so awesome uh second this is this is also from second timothy but it wasn't the one you just mentioned yeah this, I mean, he was not holding back, Paul, 
Paul wasn't. Mm-mm. But understand this, that in the last days, there will come times of difficulty for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without Mm. self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, Mm -hmm. woolen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of, of godliness, but denying its power. Avoid such people. Man, so he just called everybody out and he shut he Facebook did. down with that one. He did me, and then the la- and then he had this all this, and then the then his then his teaching avoid yeah. such people. <laughs> right, avoid these. Yeah, uh, that's <laughs> that's tough because you know I had that thought on there. It's like okay, we got to avoid people like that, but we also need to reach them. So I, I was like. All right. And that's always hard That's to think about, like, okay, I, I get, I think I get what he's saying, but then, you know, again, avoid these types of people because uh, of how they probably because of how they can affect you and shake your faith essentially. Um, but at the same time we can't because how else does the good news get to them? Um, and, uh, but yeah, each one of those, if you look at them, I, I read this list. It's funny because I at work one day, there's a, there's someone I, I knew there, this, I'm, this is in my other department, but they're, you know, not really a, a believer. And, um, I think they have a background, but they just, you know, this day and time, they're not there out of the blue. I told them one day, I said, look, can I read you something? They're like, sure. So I didn't tell them I was getting ready to read them a verse. I just started reading some of this right here. And I said, I didn't, I didn't start with, you know, in the last days, I didn't start with that. Well, no, actually, I did. I said in the last days, this is what this is what this this thing said. This article, I I, I pretended it was an article. And I said, you know, times will be difficult because people will be lovers of self, lover of money. I read this list to them intentionally, left the parts out about God because I didn't want to give them any hints that this yeah. might have been scripture. After I read it to them, they're like, "Man, that really sounds like today." Like, when did they write that? I was like. You'll never believe it if I tell you, right? Dude, it's the Bible. Yeah. I was like, dude, that was written like 2,000 years ago. They're like, no way. How did they know? But I was, and then I let them in. I was like, oh, well, they knew because there were people just like that back, back then. I mean, right. there's been people, maybe not to the degree that we're going to see in the last days, but this has been something that. God, Jesus, and Holy Spirit have been fighting for all this time. And but we as as his hands and feet, right? And right. he and spirit comes into us, we can we can the the avoid such I understand which what where maybe you're feeling a certain way about the avoid such people, but mm-hmm. I think we need to understand and keep our distance from being pulled in to that world. Yeah. Right. And yeah, not, not necessarily that we should not be a shining light because we should. Yeah. We need but, to. Yeah. Yeah. But not being pulled into the, and it's easy to, because we are human beings and we are flawed and we have a sin nature. So 
it is very, very easy to be pulled into every one of these areas. And we have to guard against that. Yeah, was, so, I'm telling you, he was not pulling the punches here. No, he sure wasn't. And, you know, when you're when you're on social media and you see the, you know, part of that was slanderous, without control, brutal, not loving, good, mm-hmm. you know, reckless, all these words like that, you know, I, people can get that way on, on social media. They can get really yeah. fierce and, yeah, and terrible towards one another. Um, but just talk like you're talking about just being that light. Look, every Christian listening to this, um, that's what you need to do. I mean, we need to be doing the opposite. And again, countercultural. Let's not follow the culture. We're in the culture, so we're part of it, but let's be different in the culture. And so let's be different on social media. Let's be a light um, where all the darkness is. Um, because Lord knows we, we need that light. Um, and people need to hear that kind of message, right? Um, so there's this last one, uh, number seven, proverb, another proverb, proverb 18, one, you want to read this one too? Sure. I like when you read, go. <laughs> <laughs> one who isolates himself pursues selfish desires. He rebels against all sound wisdom. Boy, and when I'm reading this, I'm I'm, I'm thinking of the pandemic and mm-hmm. I'm thinking of this isolation that was forced on us. Mm-hmm. I still know people who haven't gone back to church though. Right. It's, it, it frightens me a little bit. It, it, it unnerves me yeah. because I think you can easily just be, you can, you can certainly watch church online and there's lots of people who do it and that's fine. But I just think it's just gets real easy to not be around those Iron sharpens iron, right? So mm-hmm. not be around people, you know, when two or three are gathered in my name. I mean, uh, we have so many instances of the Lord telling us that we need to be together and we were made to be together. That's right. So it concerns me that that is still happening. Now, mm-hmm. this is a little bit different because I think this is, this is, I think this person is isolating himself, this person that he's thinking about is doing it on purpose and he is pursuing selfish desires, but it is so easy to, once you isolate yourself, begin to fracture, begin to doubt, begin to question. We need others around us to help you when you question, to help you when you doubt, to to pull together when you fracture. And if you're isolating yourself, that's not happening. That's right. We need to get together. Um, the church, you know, that I, I think one of the first episodes we, we, uh, we did, we, I think I read a stat. I was looking at, well, I was looking at stats. I remember it was hard for me to find certain information, but I, I read one place where it said that, um, you know, the, uh, there's a, there's an increase in non-traditional Christians, which, so part of that is again, we're finding other ways to get what we need without being in church. So you got some that are sort of on the, the sidelines of, of being online somewhere in their own bedroom or wherever they're at. Um, so they don't step a foot in the church or then you got some that don't look at anything, but, uh, but, but I think that that's just a little scary to me too, because we're not, we weren't created that way. We're created to be social creatures. Um, God's relational. And we, we, we know that just from the, uh, from the beginning of scripture in Genesis, where he would walk along in the garden 
um, and 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 well, the the or Adam would have conversation with God until until disruption came mm-hmm. um, in in the form of sin. In, in terms of what they did there in the garden, then they disobeyed God. And once that happened, that kind of creates that, um, that dividing line between us and God. And it kind of wet, it put a wedge between us, of course, that's what sin does. Um, so we just got to be very, I guess, cautious about it as Christians. When we get on social media, it's easy for us. Again, that verse says one who isolates himself, pursues selfish desires. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like Eve did in the garden and, and, and Adam did in the garden. Um, they knew what they weren't supposed to do, mm-hmm. but they got talked into it. And, and so we're, if we're not careful, if we're not exposing ourselves in that environment where iron sharpens iron, uh, there's fellowship, there's encouragement, there's a chance for discipleship and to build each other up, to love on one another in that, in that community. Um, and so there, there's a, there's a, there's a great opportunity there. And yeah, we're in an age where that, that could be, could be looking at a new, new way of church, um, because of, because of the environment that we're in. And so but that's, you know, all I will, I will say this, it gives me hope because this next generation, so I'm a teacher. So the students mm-hmm. and I, and I teach older students. So the students, are tired of isolation. They want to be with each other. That gives me hope, actually. Mm. Um, true, yeah, true enough. Correct. There are people who like to isolate in their ba- in their bedroom and just you know consume a lot of media. Yes, that's true. But they don't want to go to school all day and do that. They want to be around people. And so when people came back this fall, people were just like super excited and they wanted to join clubs and just get involved and everything. And we were like, wow, this is, Mm. this is good. This is hopeful. This gives me hope. And um, I want to continue to see that. That's great. Yeah. So again, the season is we're, we're talking about unplugged faith. Um, If, if you know someone, again, if you need prayers, reach out to us and you can go to the website, um, there should be some links there for contacts. I'm going to improve that part of it, but I'll give you those now and they'll be in the show notes as well. Um, but if you go to revitalizekindness at gmail.com, you can email, go on the Facebook business page and, and message, uh, us there. If you need prayer, if you are losing hope, if you feel like your faith is just failing and you really want to get back, um, that's what we're we're talking about this season. How do we get back? This is this episode really just a, a two things. It's for caution, just to kind of caution us as Christians where not to fall into or not how not to fall into this deception and, and different things that we can find in, in social media. Um, but it's just to point us back to um scripture because everything every point that we had come from scripture so all the social media ethic points that ethics points we had was from scripture so that so just know that we can go to scripture to understand how to live how to conduct ourselves on social media 
how to drive, not to road rage. Or, so, you know, some people need help with that. I'm, I'm not one, but I mean, you know, so there's just so many different facets of our life that if we really just take the time and, um, and, and, and get into God's word and, and look and, and search easy now, cause you can go online and you just plug it in and say, Hey, uh, what does God's word? What does Bible say about this or that do that? And just, you know, and hopefully you'll be pointed in the right direction. And so just stay in God's word and know that there's answers there. And um, so we want to encourage you in that. Any last words, Yvette, or are we, did we cover I, it all? I think we did. Okay. I think this was a great discussion. All right. Great. Great. Well, look again, thank you for everyone uh, who is joining us on these episodes if you've unplugged your faith, again, pray. Uh, we'll be praying for you. If you need uh, a special request in prayer, please send that information to us. We'd love to pray. Uh, we'll keep all that uh, information conf uh, confidential. We we don't use your information for anything. Just otherwise, just to contact you back to say we we have been praying. So thank you again, and we'll see you on the next episode. God is love.